Hey everybody, welcome to our fantastic podcast, The Fun Road. And this podcast is all about having a fun road in life yeah. with all the obstacles along our way. And we just started in the new year 2020 and today is going to be about resolutions We'll talk about our resolutions. We'll talk about your resolutions. We'll talk about love. And I'm going to take over this whole podcast and not let Cass speak at all. It's up to you, little Betsy. You're next. A lot of excitement. <laughs> your resolutions and my resolutions and everybody's resolutions. I need to move when I talk. I can't mm -hmm. sit still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so... We've been talking about this, like what makes a resolution stick? Because studies have shown, and we've had a podcast about resolutions before mm -hmm, last year, mm -hmm. but research shows that resolutions don't stick. But why the heck is that? Yeah. So you have to think of your day as a lot of small decisions. And it's kind of like what I tell my kids that every action that they make is either building or breaking their relationship with each other. So the way that they choose to speak to each other, it's either building or breaking. Yeah. And when you think about your decisions in the day, it's either moving you <laughs> toward or away from your goals. We're in a hotel and I just, just took a glance at our setup. <laughs> we have a, a lamp for lighting that's positioned on a, a water bottle. <laughs> we have our tripod that's positioned on a Boxes. box that, that is trash and, and headphones. That is worth container. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Trash and treasure. You got nuts. But you know, what are the typical resolutions people have in the beginning of the year? Eating healthy, moving more. Losing um, weight. Losing weight. Financially, yeah, getting an increase of yeah. payment. So by Valentine, the 14th of February, yeah. those resolutions are down the drain. That's why you have to create results while you're having that momentum because the momentum is now, the month of January. And I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but it's you could always call it like that snowball effect. You have yeah. a snowball, it's you do you want to make a snowman and come you on get, let's go and play yeah and you have a snow, <laughs> the, the, the bottom of the snowman and then you wait next day the sun comes out gone yeah. you go to a concert two days after that concert you just keep playing all that music and you say i'm gonna learn to play guitar two weeks later gone yeah so we want you to think about what is your momentum and how what can you do during this momentum, do I look like I'm very energetic? <laughs> You're kind of wearing why. like an army shirt, so it's like <laughs> so <laughs> very. Uh, what can you do? Drill, sorry. So this is what we said today. What is the difference between us? Why do we get stuck with resolutions that we say and we do them? It's because we're not waiting for opportunity. Yep. There's, you can wait a very long time for mm. something to go your way. Yeah. You can wait for opportunity or you can create opportunity. And we've said it so many times that clarity comes from action. So in this, when you're creating opportunity, your brain is actually firing all new signals to look for new possibilities. And you might find that you're even directed into a new path, but you have to get 
moving. You can't just no. sit on the sidelines yeah. wondering when your turn is going to come up. You have to take action. Yeah. It's like people say, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym. And then they wait maybe until they get a commercial of a gym or yeah. a friend tells them, let's go to the gym. And we are all about creating opportunity. So I'm going to talk about a little example. Today we had a meeting and I'm sitting there with a friend of mine and she needs to talk to our boss. So you got to imagine it's it's not a regular meeting. It's like a training day. We're there with 140 people. While we're listening to one of our bosses, our big boss, CEO, yeah. is standing on the side. My friend says, I actually have to talk to him. And I'm like, yeah, well, well, then what are you doing sitting well, over so here? <laughs> what are you doing sitting down? I said, stand up. And she says, now? I said, yeah. Are you waiting until he looks, looks up at you? and looks at you and say, I got a feeling you need to talk to me. <laughs> you got to take that opportunity. I said, go to him, take him aside in another room. You think so? Shouldn't I just talk to him there? So she's debating, debating, debating. Five minutes, and all of a sudden, I said, stand up. The opportunity is going to be gone. The moment she stands up, he turns around, goes to somebody else, and they go talk. Yeah. And she comes back, and I said, I told you. You have that little window. I was the one that was actually creating that opportunity because it was just me. I would have stand up within 10 seconds, yeah. and you too. Yeah. But that doubting, 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 yeah. doubting got her nowhere. So we started to analyze this a little bit. And in your, you know, that old saying where the grandfather is talking about the decisions between right and wrong. And he says, you have two wolves in yeah, your mind yeah. or in your soul. And one is going to push you to do things that are harmful and hurtful and bad. And one is going to push you toward love and toward kindness. And, you know, as the grandson is engaged in this story, you know, and, and gets kind of worried, he said, well, well, which one wins? And he said, whichever one you feed. So you, yeah. you have to also think of like, you have a ton of decisions in the day and some will lead you toward opportunity if you take them or some will lead you away and toward procrastination. So the one that will win is the one that you feed. And I just listened to a fantastic book and it's the five second rule by mel robbins mm -hmm. and she based her she just needed to do something to get her out of bed and she said okay i'm just going to count down five four three two one change my body language and get moving and she saw the reason that it even was ignited is that she was looking on television there was a shuttle launch and they do the big countdown oh, five really? four Three, two, one, blast off, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, that is amazing because instantly when it's you start triggering that countdown, yeah. you're anticipating the action you're going to take. Mm -hmm. So she only tested it on getting out of bed. And then she started to test it on all kinds of other decisions in her life. And in learning about this book, I realized there are so many decisions in which you can just say, hey, five, four, three, two, one, I'm going for it. Or, okay, it's happening. And yeah. then we have our own little things that we do to yeah. snap ourselves into action. Mm -hmm. uh, and, or you can quiet that voice and your voice of insecurity and your voice of doubt will be the one that ultimately wins because yeah. it's like the wolf that you feed. Yeah. 
So this is going to be a task that we want you to do from now on. Whatever resolution you have, whatever you are waiting for, we want you to create that opportunity. So when you think of something and you say, do it, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Full, com uh, not commission, full. I have no idea what the word is. Full. Commitment. Commitment. No commission, commitment. <laughs> so just imagine my friend again she needs to have that opportunity this is the momentum i was the one who was trying to push her but i want to tell her now what if i am not next to you for the rest of your life yeah. you need to find a way to lift up your butt and dare to do it and we'll talk about the reason why she didn't dare to do it <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> I shouldn't drink that because I, I did burp. <laughs> it's like that whole... It's the it, Turkish food. It's not something that is going to come nah. back up. It's hummus. <clears throat> hummus so and Turkish food. I want her to think about that. You know when you have the race of the cars? And they do kind of like a countdown. But then it goes to red, yellow, green... So from now on, I want you to visualize that. Maybe now is a good moment just to close your eyes for 10 seconds and think about you're sitting in a car, you're at a line, you're the front of the line, there's a lot of people at that circuit ready to cheer you on, Cass and Steve, front row, and you need to make a decision and you got that fear, all you need is that trigger. And you're looking up and you got a helmet and get your hands on that wheel and... <laughs> And all of a sudden, you see red, yellow, green, and all the people jump up and they're screaming your name. And you just put your foot on that pedal all the way down and you feel that power forcing forward. This is what we want you to do. If you are scared to make a decision, close your eyes. Imagine yourself in the car because this is all about a fun road. Yep. You see those lights, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see those lights, red, yellow, green, and you do it. Got it? So this is a practice we want you to do. What is something that you are scared to do today? Close your eyes, visualize yourself in that car, get those lights, cast the seat, maybe sitting behind you in the car, mm -hmm. and you go for it. So research has shown that there are actually 35,000. That's Blows my mind. Decisions Crazy. that you make in a day. So this morning I set my alarm clock to go to the gym and I set it for 5.30. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to set my alarm clock, see how I feel. And you know, when you have something that you instantly get in the habit to trigger your decision making, mm -hmm. it is so hard to go against your decision making tools. You have yeah, to practice yeah, yeah, them, yeah. you gain confidence in them, but now all of a sudden I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, here we go. Just jump right in. Yeah, that's our tagline. Yeah, that's what we do. Here you go. Just jump right in. And I got up and you can spend a lot of time agonizing over if you're going to do it, if yeah. you're not going to do it. And really when you just jump right in, you will find that you'll be able to do so many more oh, yeah, things yeah. and you will feel so much more in charge because your decisions will be catered toward you, not toward your voice of doubt. Yeah. So maybe this is something that they can think about. What would be a tagline? Because we do that. 
we got moments where we have to do something and we go, how do we trigger our mind to do it? Because yeah. we do not, we have a long day, <laughs> a long day of work and you got your kids and you come home and there, for example, we are, we've been traveling the whole day. We get into the hotel and we have to work. We got to do something. We look at each other and we go like, yeah, yeah here, jump we go. Right, here we go. Let's jump right in. It's happening. Doing it. <laughs> and it takes us five seconds to yeah. snap out of that. Oh, how do we get out of this? And we say, no, no more getting out of situations. Yeah. You challenge, you, no, you go for your situations and you go for your challenges. Yeah. And now it's so easy for us because every single day we have moments that we don't want to deal with. Yeah. And we get to deal with it just by saying that. So what would you say at home? What would be something that you would say, like we say, doing it. It's happening. Jump right in. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going for it. <laughs> <laughs> what would be something that could motivate you? You can use ours. You can use Mel Robbins. You can use whatever you want. But you cannot continue to use excuses mm -mm. because excuses get you nowhere. Yeah. You know, I was in church one Sunday and a guy got up and it was kind of like this, what they call a testimony meeting where people kind of have a free for all and they can share a cool, inspiring story. And every once in a while it's a free for all. And you see the same people getting up week after week or month after month. And you're <laughs> like, oh no, not her again. Oh, not him again. <laughs> get ready. This is going to be a long one. But he was talking about how they had a young baby. And I remember having the same scenario with my kids. Also, when we've had puppies, you know, like let's say someone stirs in the middle of the night and you're laying next to your partner, your significant other, and you're really hoping that they get up. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of lay there just sort of like frozen in time and just like, you want to really pretend like you're dead asleep and you kind of spend this whole amount of time hoping that they will just be the one to do it. Mm. But then now you're already awake. Now they're awake when really you could have been the one to be the hero of the moment because you now wasted both your time. Yeah. Where instead, if you heard it, you get up, you go, you fix the problem, you come back. And he said, I just started hopping up when our baby would cry and it just changed everything because his whole mentality turned to one of action mm. and getting it done, changing the diaper, putting the binky back in or whatever, and yeah. then coming back to bed. And oftentimes when you are in that moment of indecision, you just have wasted time yeah. and you're not, you're just like spinning. You're not going in any one direction. It's almost like you're in a roundabout when you're driving. Yeah. And you're just waiting, waiting, waiting for the perfect opportunity to escape that roundabout when really you need to just be daring and take that straight shot. I got two examples and they're not pretty. You want to hear them? Yeah. Which one first? One Less or two? Pretty. The least pretty one is... Then you can lighten it with more pretty. No, the least pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad one. You know when you feel sick? Oh, you have to vomit. You have to vomit. You're just waiting for it. And you're just hoping it will pass. And your mouth is watering. Yeah. And you're just lying there and sweating. You do not want to hear somebody say, maybe you should just throw up. You might, it might <laughs> yeah. feel better. You yeah. know, that, they do it in bridesmaids. You know? Yeah. 
Then, are you sure? Are you, are you sure you're, you're not need? No, I'm actually very hungry. I'm just good. <laughs> oh, Jordan Alberts. <laughs> but do you know that feeling that you have when you're really sick and you know that you have to go through those 15 seconds of feeling yeah. sick and just going to the toilet and getting it out of your system? Yeah. It's the same thing with daily life. Sometimes <laughs> we have something that we try to avoid, but you stay being sick. Yeah. It doesn't, avoiding it no. doesn't take it out of your mind no. it just puts off the pain yeah. of action and then you go and vomit and it's the worst 15 seconds <laughs> of your life at that moment and then it's over and then you go like oh, uh, i wish i've done that sooner yeah. i mean I, when's the last time you've had no no flu? long no i last time i threw up is I, I maybe threw up two or three times in my life only oh man <laughs> i mean i remember the last time i had to deal with throw up uh, we are driving home from Vegas. No, we're driving home from Arizona, almost to Vegas. And, uh, we're with the kids and Dane, all of a sudden I hear him go window, window, window. And all of a sudden he doesn't get to a window. He just throws up all over himself, all over the car. The dogs oh are in the car. God. They're like, go to smell it and wonder oh what it my is. God. We pull over on the side of the road, and it's so hard because you're so mad at your kid for throwing up in the car, but you feel bad for them for being sick. And he gets out and he jumps out of the car and just goes like this and flicks his hand. So all of the barf goes on me. Oh my. Sour, sauerkraut. <laughs> 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 it was. So awful. But, you know, the other day he was feeling sick and I said, Dane, why don't you just go throw up? Just get it over with. It's that same thing just happened in our house not too long ago. And really? he just he just laid in bed and just went, no, yeah, no, just no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't get better. No. It only gets longer. Your body is telling you, get get rid of this. Yeah. And it's the same with emotional things. People do not want to get rid of emotional oh, yeah. vomit. And sometimes you just need to get out of your system and fix it and you feel better. So here's the other example. Okay, and then I'll have one. And that's probably one that everybody can relate to. You know at night when you wake up because you think you got to pee. <laughs> oh, yes. But and you, you just wait. You're yeah, like, you think you maybe measure it's, it. Maybe you measure you're going like, how much longer can I sleep with Before. this feeling? You won't. Yeah. Get up, go pee, and go then go back. back to bed. So you got two options: lie awake for twenty minutes, wondering debating, if that's enough pee. Yeah, pee. and then you got to go do it, or go do it right away and then sleep right away. Yeah. So now I've learned. I've done that so long in my life. Every single night, I go like, "No, I, I probably, I probably <laughs> I won't feel it." My dream. Yeah, or the way I lay. And then I say, no, no get up, really go happening. pee, go back to bed. And since I've done that, I actually sleep way better. Yeah. Way better. You know, so I've been going through some emotional healing over the past little bit. And I was talking to one of my siblings about the relief when you do the work to get rid of your, let's call it emotional vomit. Yeah, I love that. And... 
it is not pretty. It does not feel good, Mm -hmm. but it must happen in order to relieve that pressure and that nauseating feeling. Yeah. So I was talking with this sibling and uh, they were telling me about how justified they were feeling in their emotions. And I said, you're absolutely right. You are justified. You have every right in the world to feel that way. But how long do you want to feel that way? When is enough enough? And when are you going to say, okay, now it's time to change and accept the fact that you have to do the work. You got to go through the emotions. You have to let the uh, resentment go. You have to forgive. You have to move on. You have to allow for people to have made mistakes, allow for you to have been wronged and take some ownership in your feelings. So whether it's a goal that you're going toward to feel healthier, feel happier, feel more financially stable, feel more relationship uh, secure or relationally Ooh, that's a tongue twister. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. Uh, Quit putting off that moment. Quit talking yourself out of it. Just start taking action because you will see that either the moment will pass or you will miss your opportunity entirely. But I was going to say something else there. Okay. (laughs) Either the moment will pass. Or you will have to just wait will, there with your misery yeah. and do it later. The moment will pass and you got to do it all over again yeah. anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I just got to cry. And wait for the perfect <laughs> opportunity. So we hope that we can make you understand that every single day you make so many decisions that a lot of the decisions are probably decisions we try to avoid a little bit. Yeah. How can you go through with them, whether it's your New Year's resolution or a small decision that you need to make? Pit stop, close your eyes, think of those lights, red, yellow, green, and do it. Think of that you lying in that bed, got to vomit. Red, (laughs) red, yellow, green, here we go. Get it out of your system and take steps forward. Whether it's for your emotional well-being, for your physical well-being, for you feeling more secure in your life, taking action, standing up for yourself, speaking your truth, owning your weirdness, whatever it is, those small, tiny decisions add up and make a very big impact on the direction of your life. I love this podcast, by the way. It's a fantastic topic. Love it. We love ourselves. (laughs) High five. That was a bad high five. Nailed it. Nailed it. And we say this every time, but to get our podcast out to other amazing ears and people, go ahead and rate us with those number five stars. Uh, Tell your friends. Post about what you are doing to make those small decisions moving you in the direction that you are wanting to be. And hashtag it, my fun road. Oh, love that. Don't forget the hashtag MyFunRoad. And we'll see you next time or you hear us next time. Don't forget, you can also watch us on YouTube. Okay, big kiss <laughs> to you all. Goodbye now. Bye. 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 Get on out of here. Bye, man. Bye. Cast and Steve. Cast and Steve.